welcome to Tooks Talks Harbour. Thanks, it's nice dude. to have you on, mate. Um, so yeah, pretty casual, casual chat. Um, just going to start off, like, tell us a bit about your mentoring. Um, I know you've you've started that um, this year. Um, in terms of it's been a bit more full on and. Um, we've had it really organised and put things in place for it. So tell us a bit how that came about. And yep, oh, well, I've always, um, I suppose, had a had a passion for um, mentoring young Indigenous youth. Um, just uh, it's something that I've always found myself doing, um, especially uh, when I first started playing football at the Western Bulldogs. Um, when I got there, there was only one um, older Indigenous senior player at the time, um, his name was Cameron Faulkner, uh, and when you get to a footy club, um, you sort of, especially being an Indigenous person, um, you, you try and, you want to look towards some of the um, some of the other Indigenous players that's around the club, just so you can feel that connection straight away and build a, a quick relationship, and so he was only there for the one year, and I got drafted alongside a couple of um, other Indigenous boys from... Um, from, couple from WA and another from New South Wales and I just felt like I just took that ownership upon myself to to try and lead the way and help them boys um, help them with their transition into a new footy club into a new environment um, I was just trying to find my feet as well but um, yeah it's just something that I just enjoyed doing and um, it's just sort of I've, it's stuck with me um, ever since so uh, the most recent work I've been doing is, is with the, the Indigenous boys in the Gold Coast Suns Academy. Um, their journey is, is pretty similar to mine, where they've had to relocate away from their their hometowns, from their communities, um, to just try and further their footballing um, career. And and also, um, not just football, it's, it's their employment path and, and study and all that type of stuff, which is, in the long run, is probably going to be the most important um, aspect of their life because we know football won't won't be there forever. So it's what you do outside of outside of uh, playing footy that will hold you in good stead um, for the rest of your life. So if I can just try and uh, make the boys transition as, as smooth and comfortable as as, as possible, um, then then I feel that's a really important role for me to play, um, being that senior Indigenous player at the Suns here. So. Yeah, it's it's going well. I think um, we've done a bit bits and pieces in the past, but I thought these the boys are coming down. They're 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 leaving. They're 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 quitting and, and they're going back. So I'm thinking, yeah. is there more that we can do? Because we're, we're getting them down here. Is it's our responsibility to keep them down here and give them the best platform to try and make an AFL career. So yeah, put the eight week leadership and professional development program together for the boys, and um, I think they got a lot out of it. That we, we touched on a lot of different topics. Uh, throughout their weeks and um, yeah hopefully they enjoyed it and um, just to make them feel like co- uh, a lot more comfortable in an elite environment yeah it definitely looked like because you are <laughs> you having your crack on social media with it as well and, and posting about it and I think it probably gave everyone a bit of an insight of what you're doing oh, especially I remember I was watching a fair bit of it and like you know we'd have times where we clash we're both doing the same thing on a Wednesday night and um, yeah, they all seem to love it. Like it's, they obviously get really involved, and like you said, it's more about retaining them and keeping them down here. Um, and I think, yeah, honestly, I think you do do a great job of it. It's super, mm-hmm. it's super good. And like it obviously has a big impact on like what they're doing and how they see the future of footy, which is which is really yeah. good. Um, so, it's, do you reckon it's something you probably end up doing after footy that you might look at, like in terms of in that mentoring space? Because I know that's like 
really big for you and like you talked about at the start like um it's a bit of a passion of yours so mm -hmm. do you reckon that's something you'd look like doing after footy in terms of the mentoring side of things with especially with indigenous players yeah well me and my brother well, my brother started up started harbor and mentoring as a as a business back in 2011 um so it just started as um a bit of school holiday youth work um and just bits and pieces here and there with with youth up in up in Cairns, Far North Queensland. Um, so I thought um, I'm already doing that type of work already. So why not join him in his business and and let's try and expand it together. Um, so that was that was the idea of um, me starting the Harbour Mentor and work down here as a as an opportunity to help grow um, Harbour Mentoring as the business. Um, so. Since then, um, it's off the back of this eight-week program. We've been doing a fair bit of work. Um, he's doing bits and pieces up there. I'm doing stuff down here. So eventually, at some stage, we want to get it to a point where we um, where we can move into it full time. So work as full time hybrid mentoring um, mentors and um, just do a lot of different work around the community, yeah. um, schools, uh, footy clubs, youth development programs, organisations, businesses. Yeah, um, all that type of stuff. So, yeah, as I said, we're, I'm already doing it, but um, to move into something like that post footy is something that I obviously um, would enjoy, and um, yeah. it's just it's, it's just about me trying to um, just gain experience in this area now and yeah. getting to know the business side of things and actually structuring and running and implementing programs is the um, is is what uh, everything that I'm trying to do at the moment. Yeah, because I remember I was talking about you. I talked to you about that the other day about how like getting it up and running was almost just as challenging as making sure everything ran smoothly so you you know you work closely with Claire Crocker mm -hmm. and um, you know try to get that you work with her like to get it off the ground and yeah. um, she obviously helped you put a lot of things in place was it what was the challenging things about getting it started do you reckon or trying to at least get it so it was really operational for yeah it's like when you when you're passionate about something there's a sort of there's so many things that that's going on and it's you've got so many great ideas that you want to try and fulfill but it's a matter of trying to narrow it down to 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 pinpoint exactly what you're about and what you want to deliver and the great work that I've done with Claire is that she's she's so good at helping you narrow a lot of things down and putting it all into place so I remember we was there for one session and um, we had so much ideas and stuff that we put on the board and she just narrowed a lot of things down, narrowed our focus down, um, and come up with, with pretty much hardware mentoring and what it stood for. Um, so our main focus is leadership, mentoring, and sports. Um, and the great thing with hardware mentoring is not it's not just with indigenous youth or young people because, obviously, my connection is with me and my brother. We are indigenous, so naturally we're going to have a good connection with the indigenous um, kids. But what we can teach and what we try to implement is it's it's it can um yeah it can help out any, any anyone kid. yeah so at the end of the day it's just about an, an aspiring young uh, young kids young youth um to just become better leaders make better decisions um and and go on to use uh, the skills and tools that we try to help them out with and for everyday life going forward yeah no that's super um well a bit about you talked about your brother then but i know you've got a really strong connection with your family and um Tell us a bit, like, where's home for you? And I know you've got young family down in Gold yeah. Coast as well. Tell us a bit about that. Little Riley getting around. Yeah, <laughs> Riley. Um, she's 
Yeah, she'll be turning three soon. Um, little terror, actually. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah. Mum and dad. Mum's um, an Aboriginal lady from Cairns, yeah. um, far north Queensland. Her Indigenous connection is Irukandji and Cookyalanji. That's our um, family group name. Yeah. From around the Cairns area um, and further far north Queensland. That's where my grandmother was from. Um, and my my dad is a non-Indigenous um, um, man from down in. Uh, Victoria, down in um, Marupna, right next, a little small town next to Shepparton. So, yeah, I think that's where we got the AFL bloodline was from. My dad, he was, um, he went for Carlton when he first, <laughs> yeah, when he first barracking for Carlton. <laughs> um, and then it was the Brisbane Lions, because I remember when we grew up, it was only the Brisbane Lions that they showed up in Cairns yeah. at the time. Yeah, there wasn't much footy, so they only showed the Lions. So, um, yeah, then, then become the Brisbane Lions and Mumby. Started barracking for the Lions and um, and I just naturally because that's the only TV I watched was, was the Lions on footy oh, on the TV. Sorry, so I've got two older brothers, Mark and Leon. Um, Mark is three years older um, and Leon's ten, so they're both up in Cairns. They played a bit of footy. The oldest brother played um, rugby league. Um, I played a lot of rugby league and touch footy and basketball and um, a bit of golf and stuff like that at school. Um, and dad, dad was a bit funny. He played all the sort of the different type of sports that um, I wouldn't have thought of even playing. Like he was really good at. Um, I did enjoy golf. He was really a good golfer. Yeah. But he done some diving as well, platform diving into oh, the really? pool, which That's I can't. Interesting. I can't be able to save myself. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's really good at pool, so snooker. Yeah. Um, stuff like that. So, and he played a bit of footy as a left footer. Um, so he got it from. Yeah, mum played nice. a bit of basketball. <laughs> And yeah, I've got a family of my partner. Um, I've been with her for um, a long time now. I think the first time I met Emma uh, was in grade five um, oh, really? in primary school. Oh, so yeah. um, so we 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 got together in high school, sort of off and on. Um, and then I moved down to Victoria, so we, we didn't speak for a while. I um, just lost that connection. Yeah. And then, I mean, in my last year at the at the Western Bulldogs, we got back together and uh, been with her ever since. So yeah, we've had a daughter, Riley, which is. It's been amazing. Um, certainly a life changer, and um, yeah, everything's going going really well. And she's yeah, she's 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 hilarious. She's funny. She's crazy. She's got a lot of personality. Yeah, plenty of personality. Yeah, awesome. so um, yeah, it's, it's it's awesome to go home to her every day. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Um, you know, I know when you go back to Cairns, you spend a lot of time going spear fishing, getting out in the outdoors because I know that's one of your favourite things mm-hmm. to do. Tell us a bit about that. I know you. Something about turtles. I don't know exactly. I don't know if I want to say what you do with them, but I know that's one of your favourite things to do. But um, yeah, tell us a bit about that when you go back up yeah. home. Oh, I just love like giving turtles a bit of a cuddle every now and then. <laughs> nah, cuddle, yeah. yeah. Look, I think growing up, especially in Far North Queensland, um, it was it was just a way of life, really, just to go yeah. out fishing and hunting, um, just to gather traditional food. So yeah. turtle is one of those traditional foods that we just grew up on. Um, it's no, in my eyes, it's no different to the normal meats that we eat, uh, pork, yeah, beef, chicken. Yeah, exactly. So I was watching a show last night, actually. It was an American show, and they were actually cutting up, like, turtle that they caught from a swamp. And it was on national, like, on national, <laughs> national TV. So yeah. If they're getting away with it over there, and it's such <laughs> a crime here in Australia, then it's not right, so. Yeah, yeah. We enjoy, I enjoy catching turtles and eating them, um, but in saying that, we only, we've only grew up 
catching what you need. You never ever go yeah. overboard and you only catch yeah. what you need to feed, provide for the family. Yeah. Um, that way you you have a lot of food. It's um, good meat too, isn't it? It's, yeah, it's lovely. It's a little fatty, amazing. isn't it? It's a, or something. Yeah, there's bits and pieces of certain parts of the turtle that's a little fatty. It's, it's yeah. a red meat, but um, it's delicious. And <laughs> I can go on for ages. But the, the, the fun thing is actually that catching them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a few different ways um, of catching them, but I like just, yeah, night time's the best when you're just on the top of the boat driving around on the reef Yeah. with the spotlight and then you just chase them because they've got to come up for air every now and then Yeah. because they got to breathe. So the more you chase them around, the more they got to come up with, so the yeah. more bugger they get. So they get to the point where they're just cruising slowly. <laughs> so you just jump and grab their shell and yeah. hold them and just pull out. That's uh, that's awesome. I didn't even know that was that was what you do, especially at night time. So yeah, that's pretty cool. cool. No, that's real good. Um, well, was there, is there anything else like you, you end up doing in the off season? So like, I know, especially the off season coming up, you got any plans to to go away? You're gonna stay stay local, go up to Cairns. Yeah, yeah. there'd be a bit of both. Um, I suppose ever since being with Emma, she she loves travelling. Yeah. Um, so I wasn't. I was always the the homebody every off season. I just wanted to go back home, see family, <laughs> yeah. yep. catch turtles, um, <laughs> spearing all that stuff. Yeah. See family, but uh, since being with Emma, she um, she sort of really um, showed how how important travel is to her. Yeah. Um, and so we've been all around the world. We've been to so many places. Yeah. Um, which. Now that I look back on them, I'm so glad that I'm grateful that I've been able to go and experience other cultures, other cities, other countries, just to see their way of life, just to explore. Um, we've been throughout Europe, America. Um, What's been your favourite spot, you reckon, that you've, you reckon you've oh, been Oh, Mexico. To? Oh, really? Yeah, I've never done Mexico Cancun. before. That was unreal. Good? So, so good. Um, yeah, so that was amazing. Um, yeah, Fiji, Ireland. London, all those, yeah, all those places, <laughs> it's so cool. Yeah, that's um, awesome. And I think we've got our plans this year um, in the off-season might be to go on a, on a boat cruise throughout Europe, Italy and um, France, Jesus, end up in Spain. That's just a plan. That sounds like a nice plan, yeah. <laughs> if you ask me. Yeah. I know, uh, I haven't actually done, you done a boat cruise before? I never done yeah, one before. we've done two. So we've done one around the Bahamas, yeah. which is that the been. Royal Caribbean, which is yeah, sick, yeah. like huge. Yeah. But then the other, the better one that we went on was the more recent one where we went. It's the cruise ship is called Paul Gauguin, and it's more of an exclusive, um, yeah. smaller ship. And we went around the uh, Pacific Islands, so um, through uh, Tahiti, Bora Bora. Yeah. Um, Jeez, to check nice out Chopu. Yeah. So that was pretty that cool. Was sick, yeah. We, um, you've got to we hired a car and drove all the way down, but then you've got to catch a boat to actually go to where they actually where the break is. Yeah. Yeah. But just driving along that coastline is, is awesome, man. So yeah. Bora Bora was unbelievable. So um, we'll, we'll definitely get back there at some stage. Yeah, that's uh, the time I list. Some of the, the um, some of the hotels and stuff they have mm. there. The ones yeah. out in the water. Yeah, that's uh, the one I said yeah. in Bora Bora yeah. and stuff. And I can't say I'll ever be surfing Chopin myself, but it's uh, yeah definitely no. worth going to. I reckon For to, sure. to have yeah. a look at. Yeah, yeah it looks unbelievable. Um, oh, a bit about footy. Um, not much, but at least worth asking you about yeah. it. Um. Like you've obviously been at the Suns for a fair while now. Like, have you? Do you think you've seen improvement in the Suns over time? Like, um, you know, there's obviously been a lot that's changed since you would have got here. But mm-hmm. um, do you think you've seen improvement, or it's been going in the right direction for for what you've seen? Yeah, I think I certainly think um, there's been a massive shift 
um, in particular this year with this uh, Dewey coming in as coach. Um, but yeah, it's 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 pretty frustrating and um, just because we're it's sort of there's no real. I'm saying there's no. It's just hard. We obviously want to win as as many yeah. games as we, as we can, um, and uh, um, yeah, to to keep getting these the the results that we're getting is disappointing. Just because I know how much hard work we're putting in. Um, every every player is is, is certainly buying in and, and putting in um, as much effort as they can. Uh, but yeah, it's just I think injuries has has had a factor over the years. Um, we obviously need our best players out there playing week in week out just to build that continuity. And um, but I think we just got to stick at it. It's the only the only way through all of this is hard work. That's what's going to get us yeah. out of this out of um, out of what we're in at the moment. So if we just keep persisting, um, work as hard as we can, um, then I think it's going to change. Um, I'm pretty confident in that. So, yeah. yeah, just just for everyone, just to keep supporting us. Just, just don't stop. We're, we're not stopping. We're not walking around with our heads, um, heads down. Yeah, heads down. So yeah. it's tough because I reckon, like for you as well, especially like you, you obviously play like 100% each each week, and like it's you reckon you get mentioned probably every single week or highlighted about you know efforts that you do. You win your one on ones. Mm-hmm. So I can imagine it'd be it is frustrating even for like for myself like. Um, you get losses and then there's you know people like yourself who give really good performances every week and mm-hmm. you know sometimes other people aren't really holding the load so I think I can understand where your frustration comes from and yeah. you've been doing it for such a long time too so yeah. it's it's pretty tough so um, what about uh, what do you reckon there's a lot of young players like coming through now and you would have seen a few young players come through yeah. through the club less yeah. probably less older blokes than there are younger blokes yeah, but true. um do you see a bright future in a lot of some of those younger players, especially like that one to three year band that have yeah. that have come to the club? Yeah. What do you what do you make of make of those boys? I think there's there's um there's a good core group there, like yourself, big Peter Wright, Benny Ainsworth, Braden Fiorini, Jack Martin, um, Jack Bowes, all those boys in that sort of age group. These are all certainly the next generation of this football club. You've already taken that step in your leadership and everything. You're you're playing well and you're working super hard. So it's a matter of that core group just owning the footy club, owning every single aspect of it and dragging everyone along with us. So challenging, demanding, um, high standards. Um, so I'm certainly confident in the next crop coming through. Um, there's not a lot of older lads. <laughs> um coming through but that happens so yeah yeah it's just a matter of everyone to chipping in more uh, yeah. and filling that void what do you reckon you found hardest not just at the stuns but like for footy in general do you reckon like from when you you know started real young at the dogs mm. to, to now what's been the most challenging part do you reckon for you um it's just relentless it's just constant it's non-stop like yeah there's so much responsibilities it's um it's it's just making the right decisions as best as you can, as often as you can, um, and just dealing with different stuff from injuries to to bad form to changes in coaches to different players coming and going so often. Um, it's just a matter of just knowing how knowing what makes you tick and and working and driving yourself to the high standard that you put yourself 
um, that you hold yourself accountable to. And then, um, yeah, once you once you find that balance, I think the biggest thing with me was just finding that balance. Um, I would let poor form and um, and losing and all that type of stuff get to me too yeah. much in the past, but I've been able to sort of separate that and just um, balance a lot of things out, both on-field and off-field. Yeah. So once I've found that balance, um, I think it's a lot easier to manage just how you go about things. Um, obviously having a family um, helps with that. Um, but just yeah, just finding out what makes you tick and um, staying true to yourself and, and just work hard, I think. Working hard for me, there's no other really other way. Like yeah. I, I have to work hard. I, I have to do a certain amount of ice baths throughout the week. I have to get treatment. I can't just sort of roll through and just expect I'm going to rock up and play. Like I have to be able to do a certain amount throughout the week to get myself up. So yeah, um, I just, I, I'm just yeah. That's where I'm at. That's my level. That's what keeps me going. Yeah, no, 100%. So what do you reckon? Do you reckon 150 games is on the cards for for the Suns for you? You'd yeah, be closing, you'd be closing it. It's next week. You'd be think. closing it. Yeah, um, pretty soon. So I was the first son to get 100 games for the club. Yeah. Um, touch wood. I'm probably going to be the first to 150 as well. Look, so. you'd, you'd really hope so. <laughs> you'd yeah, really it's hope two so. games away. So um, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, obviously I would have loved a lot more success yep. during my time here, but um, you just play what's in front of you. You deal with whatever pops up. So yeah. Um, Oh, I'm just going to keep playing um, and training as hard as I can and playing as hard as I can for as long as I can. Yeah, you look like... So many boys reckon you look like you've got another 10 years on your belt. Because <laughs> you I remember you hurt your ankle and then it was like... Well, I hurt my ankle in the same spot as you did mm. and it took me so long to get back for to be like agile, whereas you came back and yeah. were stepping <laughs> people like, the, like you normally do. I couldn't believe it. It was unbelievable the way you came back and like from the ankle and still have the ability to like mm-hmm. to move the way you do so cool. um yeah. got a lot of strapping tape <laughs> <laughs> you you would know you wear, got, you get your brace that you half wear. a roll of tape on my yeah. ankle plus a brace the class. <laughs> so ridiculous um oh well, we talked a little bit about that but what's uh what's next for jared harbaugh in a in a quick summary i know we had 150 games is coming up but mm-hmm. say in the near future what's uh what's it look like for you just playing as much footy as possible or yeah yep yeah, for me it's just a Continue to play my role for the team. Yeah. Um, just give my all um, to the club and um, continue to develop my leadership, continue to find my identity and um, be a good partner, be a good father um, and help out the next generation of young Indigenous leaders coming through because um, they're, they're our next leaders. So give them the platform they can take over. Yeah, no, that's awesome. All right, well, thanks for being on Tooks Talks, mate. I hope it wasn't too challenging for you. Oh, it was Thank good, you. real casual. Thanks, Hubs. Appreciate oh, it. Thanks, Peter.